Hello, and welcome to our Wednesday Word podcast. I am going to dive right into our scripture today and just into the context today. We're going to be talking about women and who did God create a woman to be? And this is something that I have been really learning a lot about over the last few months about like my role as a woman and like who God created women to be in Genesis chapter two. So from the beginning, who did he create women to be? Um, And so that's been really interesting for me because it is definitely, I think, something that is a little frowned upon in our current culture, I would say, in the United States. I can't speak for the other parts of the world, but um, definitely have had to reframe my mind a little bit. So I'm excited to dig into that with you all. All right, so we're going to be reading from Genesis 2, starting in chapter, or starting in verse 18. Um, So God has created the world. He's created Adam. He just told Adam, you're free to eat from any tree in the garden except for the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then from there, he says, the Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he could name them. And whatever the name called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. So there's a lot to unpack in all of that, but the big thing that I want to focus on is what God said that Adam as a man needed. And he said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So since the beginning of time, God has seen that man at his best has a helper. And and I'm not to say, I just want to say disclaimer here. This isn't to say that someone needs to be married or they need to be united um, as man and wife to be complete as humans, because I don't believe that. But I do think that God designed men and women to get married and be fruitful and multiply. He didn't design everyone. That's not his divine plan for everyone on earth. But I would say it is his divine plan for a lot of people. And um, it was part of his divine plan for me. So that's why I'm talking about it. So if you are one, I think this is more so a message for probably married women. Um, I would say I'm going to be talking a little bit about motherhood as well. So if you are a woman and you're not married and you're not a mom, one, I want—I don't want you to think that I'm not speaking to you. Um, I know that I'm not going to be speaking directly to you, but I don't want you to think that you hold any less value than those who are married and those who are mothers, because that's, that's not what I'm saying. But I am speaking directly to those women who are united to a man in marriage and also um, are interested in bearing children or have already bared children. So I want to kind of unpack this a little bit. And in order to do that, we have to kind of look at the Hebrew words and the meaning of helper and suitable and all of those things in Hebrew, the original language that was written, because that's really important to the context. So 
um, suitable. And I'm, I'm reading from, this is called wordimpartation.com. And the title of this is, what does a suitable helper mean? I did some research. You can also look, if you're interested in like, you know, researching words of the Bible and, and their Hebrew meaning or, you know, Greek meaning or whatever, you can look into the blue letter Bible and you can look at those words word by word and kind of like research them if you are interested in that. So suitable, um, this is from the Hebrew word neged, which means in front of, inside of, opposed to. It also indicates the suitable person is vigorous, a leader, effective to stand boldly out, explain, praise, expound, expose, plainly profess, report, tell, utter. Um, it doesn't possess a lot of class in and of itself, but when you look at the meaning God gave the woman, that changes everything. She was equal to him, opposite of him, able to help, a companion, one who would speak up and advise and face the joys and sorrows of life together and complete each other. Each one had a mind to think, a heart to feel, and a spirit that would live forever. So one, I think that's really important because I think that a lot of people, when they read the Bible and they think about women and um, they interpret things that are said in the Bible, um, which I, I just want to say this, I have my own beliefs and convictions on women and their roles in the church. And I think that you have to make, have to decide your own beliefs and convictions about those things as well, based on the word of God. So I'm not here to talk about those things, but I want to let you know, I do have my own beliefs about it and I do have my own convictions about it. And Paul says in Romans, like, you know, I'm definitely paraphrasing, but basically like joyous is the man who has his own convictions and lives by them. And you know what I mean? Like we're all going to stand before God, whether we're right or not on our convictions, but I'm not here to get into like, you know, conversations about women in the church. That's, that's for another day. But what I am here to say is there are a lot of people who look at the Bible and see women as less than, um, and, and that's just not biblical. I think that God designed women and men very differently and for very different roles, but when you think about these words that it's explaining suitable, you hear a leader, effective, to stand boldly out, explain, praise, a companion, one who would speak up and advise and face the joys and sorrows of life together and complete each other. Each one had a mind to think, a heart to feel, and a spirit that would live forever. One, I just want to say that just because God designed women to be a helper does not mean that women have to be quiet, not speak up. Um, I, you know, we hear the word a lot in the Bible, like women submit to your husbands. And I, I agree there is time for submission. Um, but a lot of people interpret that as be submissive and be quiet and don't speak up. And I just don't believe that that is, that's what God designed a woman to be. Um, what kind of help is that? <laughs> you know, in, in my opinion, like if someone's helping me and they don't speak, that's not super helpful to me. Um, and there's a time to speak and there's a time to be quiet, but I will say that I do not believe that, um, you know, women are less than, and that is not biblical. Anyone who speaks about women and says that they're less than or not equal to man, it is not biblical. I think that we need to reframe that and look at it from a lens of God gave us our own strengths and he designed us to be different for a reason. Women can do things that men can't and vice versa. And God designed us that way, which I think is just so beautiful. 
So let's move on to the word helper, because this, I think, is where it honestly just gets really good. And it has really humbled me and allowed me to see that I am my best when I am helping my husband from a place of joy. And I get so much joy from helping him. And, you know, I think in the past, I really struggled with like, I want to be a star. I want to do this. I want to have my career. I want to, you know, it's just like, we're very selfish. And um, I think that marriage, you know, breaks you of that to an extent, but definitely motherhood does as well. Uh, So anyways, let's get into this word helper. So I'm going to read directly from this website again. It says, too often the thought of a helper is someone less than the other, such as an unskilled worker who helps a skilled one or one who is less in status or education than the one being helped. Often a woman's role has been related to a subservient role to the man, not so in God's created order. A woman is a helper, but so is God. God, the word helper, which comes from the Hebrew word azer, it is the same word used of God 66 times in scripture. Azer speaks of God's strength, power, protection, help, and being a rescuer. I just think that is so profound that God used the word man needs a helper and yet later in scripture that same word is used so many times to describe a characteristic of God when we think about verses that say my help comes from the Lord and that is that word azer is the same word that's being used when God created woman This also says the Holy Spirit described by Jesus as a helper. It says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. That's John 14, 16 and 17. This is Psalm 46, one, the people proclaim God, their help in ages past. God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. So kind of to go along with this, when you think about, the the trinity god jesus holy spirit the holy spirit co-equal with god is our advocate advisor counselor an intercessor consoler comforter helper who pleads another's case before a judge counsel for the defense legal assistance giving evidence that stands up in a court this is the helper the holy spirit and you know i think this is just really profound because i think if we look and we really dissect who God designed us to be as women. It just is actually, it's really profound. And, and our role is really important. And I find it very special that that word help was first mentioned in relation to creating a woman. And then from there, it continues to go on and on and on. And people talk about their help and their help coming from the Lord or the Holy Spirit being a help. But the first mention of the word helper and that word azer is when God created a woman. And if that doesn't make you want to help and serve your husband, and if you don't like the word serve, then use the word help but just help other people and and be who God designed you to be, then honestly, I don't know what will. Because the word serve, service is something that I don't love because I'm really selfish. 
and service is not something that I think a lot of people enjoy. I think a lot of people enjoy being served. Um, and if you enjoy service, one, that is a gift. Um, I enjoy serving people and helping people that I love, but I'm going to be very, very straight with you. Like I am a selfish human being and, you know, I think a lot of people serve for the recognition of being, of, of like serving, if that makes sense. But in the last few months, I've been able to kind of sit back and reflect on my role as a wife and specifically helping my husband and my children and just like household things, which I love having a clean house and I actually enjoy a lot of household duties if I'm being honest with you (laughs) um I don't know why that is I think it's because I enjoy like being organized but like the mundane tasks that keep your house running so washing clothes washing dishes cleaning up um you know getting groceries making sure that your children have what they need that if you run out of something you have it that is very helpful You know, that is really, really helpful. And people, I think, see those things as like not that important, but those things are really important. And it has really allowed me to serve slash help, whatever word you want to use, my husband in a way that I don't think I've ever really found joy in before like I think I've enjoyed helping him but I think I've always wanted like the recognition for it of like oh I need you to tell me that I'm doing such a great job and you're so thankful for me um you know and I hope some of you are laughing because if you're a wife then you probably feel that way at some point (laughs) because we you typically do a lot for our husbands and my husband is really great at telling me those things but in the last few months I have really found a lot of joy in helping my husband because I've reframed it from a mind like a mindset of this is who God designed me to be and I am at my best when I am doing what God designed me as a woman to do and the very first mention of a woman in the Bible is that he's making a helper who is right for man And I just love that. I have always struggled with the submissive piece of like being a wife and being submissive and, and make, and that kind of making me feel less than as a woman and as a wife. And I just don't feel that way anymore. I actually have also found a lot of like joy in stepping down in situations where I normally wouldn't have stepped down. Like I would have just kept, you know, fighting back and and voicing my opinion and thinking that like that was the solution. Like I can't step down. And I think there's like so much freedom and joy that comes from realizing that like, if you're in a conversation with your husband and he's not feeling loved or you're not helping him, like, that, okay, well, let me take a step back. Like, this isn't who God designed me to be in this conversation. So how can I be more helpful and not push my selfish agenda? And honestly, that's really been a game changer for me. I don't know that my husband would say it's been a game changer, but for me in conversations where I would normally like buck up, I have actually stepped down and tried to communicate from a place of help rather than a place of selfish intent. And so 
I don't know if that hits home for anyone. Uh, I'm a very vocal person, obviously. So clearly I'm very vocal in my marriage as well. But I have learned to be vocal from a place of help and from a place of how did God design me to be in the, in this marriage and, and who did he design me to be for my husband? And first and foremost, he designed me to be my husband's helper. So looking at my life and my actions through this lens of like, am I being helpful? Am I being the best helper I can be to my husband has really honestly changed my life. Um, my marriage has really honestly been wonderful the whole time we've been married. Obviously, there is no perfect marriage. I've said this many times in this podcast. Um, but I think this transformation within me has really just helped me to own and be really confident in who I am as a woman, as a wife, as a mother. And more than anything, I think the most helpful thing that's come from all of this is me finding joy in helping people and not expecting recognition from helping others and specifically my family. Um, so if you struggle with that, like I definitely have, I think sometimes, you know, I'll wash the third load of laundry in a day and I'm like, man, I wish someone would just notice that I'm folded all of these clothes and they just magically appear in drawers. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's just my selfish heart. And when you think about it from a lens of, wow, I am being exactly who God designed me to be by helping my husband and my family today. That just changes your, your mindset and it changes your heart and it changes your outlook on your day-to-day tasks. And for me, it's just really changed my life. So that's something I really wanted to share with y'all. It's been on my heart and yeah, it's just really changed me in a way that I really enjoy. It's made me more like Christ. It's made me just like, I feel like God is preparing me, you know, to be more like him to, for the kingdom of heaven. And that is a piece of me that I actually have really enjoyed the change and hasn't necessarily been as painful as learning how to be gentle or this or that. But from looking at my role as a wife and mother of being a helper, I also have become more gentle, which I love. So this actually is longer than I expected it to be. So uh, we're a little bit longer than my you know, normal podcast. But if you're listening, I appreciate you. I hope that you know that you are a wonderful helper, no matter, you know, what your role is, no matter what you're doing in life, that like God designed you to be a help to others. And I just encourage you to look for what are the mundane tasks that you're doing day to day where you are being exactly who God designed you to be as a helper.